Hello again. Welcome. This episode, presented by Ready the House, we dedicated to Dr. Martin Luther King for his stand of civil rights, boycotts, and protests, and his iconic dream speech. In this presentation, Ms. Janice Pass will host an interview with Ms. Fowler and Dr. Reverend Sims as they speak on the visit of Dr. King at Marquette Park and his journey with Jeff Ford and the Black Star Rangers and his affiliation with Brother Gore and the Vice Lords. Live from Chicago, it's the Brother King Keys. Enjoy. Happy birthday, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It's a historical moment. MLK. Yeah. Today we honor a legend. It's a historical moment. MLK. Martin Luther King Jr.'s life began like yours or mine Born in Atlanta, Georgia in 1929 Martin Luther and Alberta Williams Where his parents' names with siblings Alfred and Willie Christine Martin would play games At Ebenezer Baptist Church in Atlanta They were raised Their father was Minister King Where the congregation praised Martin graduated from high school early at age 15 And went to Morehouse College Grew in knowledge, though just a teen He learned thorough protesters Slavery in 1849. Then at Rosa Seminary, he saw God's great design. He with the peaceful tactics, Muhammad Gandhi used at every turn. Though he finished top of his class, he still had so much to learn. So off he went to study at Boston University. Met and married his wife, Coretta Scott, in 1953. Learned theology, worked toward diversity, cared for the poor. Till he took a job as a pastor in 1954. It was in Montgomery, Alabama, where hate was winning. Now, the whites claim things were separate but equal, but Martin had his doubts. Jim Crow laws enforced separation between the blacks and white. Blacks had in the back of the bus, violating human rights. In 55, Rosa Parks was arrested for sitting in the front. Without a doubt, this historic event forced a battlefront. So Martin led a bus boycott. People walked to inspire a fix. Till the protesters plead the laws were changed in 56. NAACP. He spoke of civil rights as he traveled from sea to sea. Next, he led the Southern Christian Leadership Conference to help people toward the goal of fairness and tolerance. At the Lincoln Memorial, he backed the Civil Rights Act, which later became a law that no one could redact. He stayed sit-ins where blacks were sitting, white-only spaces. Arrest followed and segregation fueled hate between the races. In Birmingham, there were boycotts against the businesses they Protested, laws had gone uncontested. Adults and children were beaten, fire hose detested. The people hoped for a change, but instead were arrested. The media caught it all, shown on every TV station, heard on radio, in the news, and made an angry. 
imagination, social and financial pressures What felt in Birmingham, uh-huh. it was time to change Unfair loss before they heard from Uncle Let's Sam go. in 63 JFK introduced the Civil Rights Bill King held a march in Washington to affirm the people's yeah. will In King's famous I Have a Dream speech, Martin Boley said His dream was that one day the news of equality would spread So one day his four children would grow up to live in a place Where they would no longer dwell, separated by their race A nation where children aren't judged by the color of their skin But rather by their character, as it should have always been Every nation, the civil rights bill passed in 64, a righteous declaration. That same year, Dr. King was honored, as was most deserved. Peaceful opposition was the way he always served. He was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize, though he had more to promote. Progress had been made, but still so hard for blacks to vote. In 65, he planned to march from Selma to Montgomery. State troopers tried to stop their track across the country. President Johnson sent his federal troops for their protection. So they had the chance to voice the literacy, test objections. Yeah. Not long after President Johnson signed the Voting Rights Act, giving our citizens equal rights to vote. As a matter of fact, Martin Luther King Jr. had a dream to liberate, but soon he was assassinated in 1968. Man. President Reagan ensured that his deeds would be retold, uh-huh. making the third Monday in January a day we behold. Yeah, Martin Luther King Jr. Day yeah. is a national holiday. A time to remember he paid with his life. To bring a better way Martin Luther King Jr. Day Is a national holiday Let's go The time to remember He paid with his life To bring a better way Visit numberrock.com for exclusive content, lesson materials, and more. Thanks for watching.
get their gift, you know, and we got to go in there with nothing and address our issues. Uh, they got the prison issue down there that's on the table of the releasing of those that they did 20 to 25 years, which is good. We're asking them to bring them home, but we're asking them one thing too, to make it sure that they be monitored with anger management and all that out there, to make it sure that they get some social service that they need concerning food stamps. Some of them can work, SSI. So these are the things that we have to address to them. But every one of us knows somebody that got a loved one in the prison. So I just want to uh, what happened 46 years, uh, well, more than 46, maybe 50 years when you were in the Marquette Park. This is a story that all of you all need to hear uh, with this here. And George Phillips was on that website. Okay, this is my cousin back here. Marquette Park. 
they hurried up and got Martin Luther King escorted out of that park and them brothers whooped everything that showed up that skin wasn't the color of theirs. A lot of that didn't make it to the media, but we got it. So that's what she really wanted me to come up here and give, give, give you all that history on that with Martin Luther King. Everywhere he went in this city before he took residence on the west side, I wish um, Reverend Al Sampson was here. He could fit in on that part. He, they had to tell him, okay, when he went to the west side, his bodyguards were the vice lords. We came to the south side, his bodyguards were black song rangers. But he instilled some things in them that a lot of them that's my age, which Janice almost tried to tell you all, that a lot of them still remember to this day. And it was one brother we was on the phone with last night. And he was telling Janice, and she was laughing so hard, I told him I gotta get off the phone because y'all about to make me cry. You know, just the memory of that. And I really wish he could have came here, been here today, but he's kind of sick, he got a bad heart now. He is though, I'm not here. But that's what she wanted me to come in here today. Let's give our hand to all. We have to remember our history. Uh, 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 during that time of uh, this year when they tore up the West Side on Madison Street, uh, Mr. George Sims, you want to give a little piece of it? And you. <laughs> How's everybody doing? In the 60s, turbulent times, a lot of things that happened wasn't told, and I know they consistently talk about what happened. Um, if it had not been for the Stones, Vice Lords, and others, a lot of things would have occurred. If it had not been for those guys who did all of the effective marching, even at the McCormick Place, about the jobs. I was over there that day that they took the two by four. Dream March by Vada Margaret Nelson. Everybody has a dream. Some we share with family and friends, some we hold in our hearts. On August 28, 1963, one man's dream was heard across the nation when the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was a boy. Growing up in Georgia, he could not have imagined a day like this. People traveled from all over the country to Washington, D.C. They rode the buses, train. People traveled from all over the country to Washington, D.C. They rode buses, trains, airplanes, and cars. Some walked 200 miles from Brooklyn, New York. One man rode 698 miles from Chicago on skates. It took him 10 days. He held up a sign that said, I'm skating to Washington, D.C. for civil rights, 1963, NAACP, the NAACP. 
over 250,000 people gathered in the nation's capital. Singers, authors, actors, government officials, and other famous people attended. But ordinary citizens were the real stars of the March on Washington for jobs and freedom. People packed the nation, the National Mall, from the Washington Monument to the Lincoln Memorial. Young and old, of every color, side by side, and hand in hand. Many wore their Sunday best. They carry signs. They sang, I woke up this morning with my mindset on freedom. And they also spoke and sung, we shall overcome someday. You want to look at Black people fought for many years for the right to be treated with respect. In 1950s and 60s, black Americans organized and fought extra hard. Their fight was called the Civil Rights Movement. Martin and others held peaceful protests against laws that kept black people and white people apart. They fought for the rights to attend the same schools and eat in the same restaurants. They fought to use the same bathrooms and drink from the same water fountains. They fought to sit on any empty bus seat and to have the same chance at a job. They fought for the right to vote. Equal freedom now. We demand equal rights now. We march for integration schools now. We demand decent housing now. The protesters won some battles and new laws made things better. But black people were still treated unfairly. In 1963, activists of Philip Randolph and Bayard Rustin and other civil rights leaders decided to take the fight to the nation's center of power, Washington, D.C. The march organizers wanted to show President J.F. Kennedy, Congress, and all Americans how many people believed in this cause. The Declaration of Independence says all men are created equal. The marchers wanted Congress to make sure the Declaration of Independence says all men are created equal. The marchers wanted Congress to make sure everyone was treated that way. United, they walked together. Some were silent, determined, intent, yet hopeful. Most chanted and sang. Being joyful, the hearts light. The marches, the marchers crowded, the malls reflecting pool. Some took off their shoes and socks to soothe their feet in the cool water. Others climbed trees for a better view. Lucky children perched high on the shoulders. They looked toward the statue of Abraham Lincoln. It had been 100 years since President Lincoln signed the proclamation, proclamation, which helped free the slaves. Why were black Americans not yet free? President Kennedy and other officials worried that the marchers might become violent. Thousands of police and soldiers was called out to keep order. There was no need. The March on Washington was the largest human rights rally in American history, and there was no trouble. I repeat, there was no trouble, and it was the largest human rights rally 
in American history. Martin had one of his strongest voices of civil rights. He had been jailed for standing up for black people. His house was firebombed by people who wanted him to stop, but he didn't scare easily. Martin was a minister. He had faith. And wow, could he preached. When Martin spoke, it was as if he could read the minds of people and feel what was in their hearts. Other leaders gave inspiring speeches at marches, but Martin's words were on that hot August day made history. In his speech, Martin said black people were tired of waiting for their rights. He said, now is the time for justice. Now is the time for brotherhood. He said, no one is free until everyone, everyone. Martin spoke forcefully with grace and dignity. Now, side note, he was he was almost done. The speech was shortened. But the day before he spoke at a church with the late great Mahalia Jackson, the legendary Miss Mahalia Jackson. And he told everyone about his dream. All right, let's resume. His friend, Miss Mahalia Jackson, the gospel singer, called out, Tell them about your dream, Martin. No. He put aside his written words. I have a dream, Martin said, that little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. Martin had a dream that his children will live in a country where they would not be judged by the skin of their color, but by the content of their character. Martin had a dream that when children sing, my country tears of thee, sweet land of liberty, the words ring true for everyone. He spoke of faith and truth, love and hope. Finally, Martin said in his voice like thunder, let freedom ring. Let freedom ring from every hill, every mountainside, from every state, every city. Let freedom ring. And if we do, people of all color and all faiths will join hands and sing free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we're free at last. Marchers cheered and cheered. Some wiped tears of pride, joy and hope. They would never forget this day. Many who've been strangers before the march were forever bonded by the moment in time. People all over the country watched this march on television or listened on the radio. They felt the spirit of that day, too. They were reminded that all people are meant to be free. Martin's dream wasn't his alone. It was a dream of millions of Americans shared. Now his dream lives forever in the hearts and minds of people everywhere. And the March for Freedom goes on. The author notes, 10 months later, on July 2nd, 1964, President Lyndon B. Johnson signed the Civil Rights Act into law. It is unclear whether the March on Washington brought about the passing of the bill, but it was a step forward in the civil rights movement in America.
important dates. Martin Luther King Jr. was born in Atlanta, 1929. In 1944, Martin enters Morehouse College. Martin is ordained as a minister in 1947. In 1951, Martin Luther King graduates from Crozer Theological Seminary. In 1953, Martin King and Coretta Scott were married in 1953. In 1955, the Montgomery, Alabama bus boycott began. In 1960, sit-in demonstrators began. 1961, freedom riots began. In 1963, the March on Washington. In 1964, Martin wins the Nobel Peace Prize. In 1965, voting right bill became law. 1968, Martin makes I've been to the mountaintop speech. In 1968, Martin Luther King Jr. is killed in Memphis.